this lady came up to me and he said, excuse me, uh, the way you interacted with your son is so amazing and beautiful. Mm. And I, w- I would like to thank you, she said. I would like to thank you for treating your son this way. And wow. dude, I mean, I was in a tough time then. I was struggling to build a business. And mm-hmm. it has lifted me, not for one day or one year, for 20 years. 20 years. I, I remember her face. I remember what she was wearing because it was so powerful and all it was was a few words. They're speakers, authors, and real-life rock stars, bringing you life-changing thoughts that rock, taking conversation all the way to 11. Most shows only go to 10. Well, it's one louder, isn't it? These go to 11. This is Thoughts That Rock. Now, here are your hosts, Jim Knight and Grant Menswar. We be back. Mm-hmm. Welcome, everybody. It's Thoughts That Rock, uh, your favorite podcast. We talk about three pieces of advice around a specific top topic or challenge. Yeah. And um, we're excited to uh, talk about our subject today. What is, yeah. What's the topic? This time, we are going to talk about how to be kind when people don't deserve it. <laughs> how- how to sort of do that slow clap, even when you want to punch someone in the face? Yeah, okay. and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna teach people how to overcome that. Uh, but we did find one of our uh, great friends who actually deals with this all the time. He talks about this all the time, at least. It's our good friend Azif Mustafa. Um, again, name. you might not know him. It is a great name. Great isn't it? name. Azif is um, a 30-year veteran in the corporate world. You might not know him on this side of the planet. He's kind of a big deal on the other side. He's a very popular personality on Malaysian TV, actually all different types of media over there. Um, He's a pretty sought-after public speaker. I've been on his podcast before. Uh, He's currently the head of culture and engagement in a telecommunications group. So honestly, even saying all that doesn't really set the stage for him and the things he talks about but this topic is literally right up his world so we're pretty excited for you guys to listen to him today yeah we had an amazing discussion with azif check it out right now boom there he is azif is in the house what's going on buddy hey i'm good man how are you jim very good. It's been a while since we talked. I, I think we probably chatted uh, pre uh, pre pandemic a long time ago. Oh, this man, is Brant as well. We've been excited about just getting you on the show, man. This is fantastic. Glad to have you. Um, and and really, we're going to jump right into the topic. I mean, I know that you're coming armed with uh, three thoughts that rock, and and the topic for us is how to be kind when people don't deserve it. So this, this ought to be interesting. Yeah. So, so you're saying no punching in the face. (laughs) There's no, no violence involved. No, fine, fine. So, uh, let's jump right in my friend. Why don't you give us your first, uh, thought on how to do this? That sounds like that would be tough for some people out there. Some people in our audience. Right. The first thought I have is that being kind to others is actually being kind to yourself. Now, what I mean by that is that we really need to realize that how we show up and how we behave is really a reflection of who we are, right? And regardless of what somebody's throwing in your face or how mean they're being, if you show up kind, that's that's on you. 
right? And yeah. uh, we just need to realize that it's it's so important. And we are so valuable as, as a human being that we need to show up uh, the best way possible that we can. Yeah. Well, and I know it's part of your culture. Um, I, I, we said this in the introduction, but you're in Malaysia um, and yes, very well known there. You're very positive, man. You, you live the, the Norman Vincent Peale lifestyle, you know, the power of positive thinking when I think of you. And I just remember being on his show in the yeah. past, how positive he was. Um, I guess that's a pretty good point. If you're just kind to yourself, and I guess that would just sort of radiate out there to other people, right? That's kind of what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because we deserve it. You know, we deserve to be the best version of ourselves to other people, regardless of what's going on in our lives and in somebody else's life. But the, if we show up as the best version of ourselves, I think that's being kind to ourselves. Yeah, we deserve I think it. it's a it's a choice, right? I mean, ultimately, I think that's Definitely. the thing we have to remind ourselves with is you have a choice as to how to respond sure. when, when someone is unkind, um, which, uh, you know, unfortunately, these days, I think is, uh, is more frequent maybe than it's ever been. Uh, I think the, the further, at least in, in the U.S. here, the further that we sort of find ourselves divided, um, the more it's just unfortunately become, I don't know if I want to say an accepted uh, way of life, but most certainly an expected mm -hmm. way of life. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, and I was, also, I, I believe it's unfortunate. Totally. It, it, I was thinking about, um, some of the training that I used to do when I was doing the seven habits of highly effective people. We talk about that a lot on the show, that one principle really about you having that choice. Like you were just saying mm -hmm. there, I don't care what type of stimulus comes your way, whether somebody's cutting you off in traffic or somebody shot you the bird or somebody is mean to you, whatever, you still have that space between stimulus and response. It might be a nanosecond. It might be you've got several seconds, but you decide and you decide who you want to hang out with and, and where you want to spend your money and how you want to you know, have your faith and what you believe in, but certainly how you interact with other people. So I think there, you, you can't tell me that your life is dictated to you, that you absolutely would respond a certain way, regardless of the stimulus. You can choose, might be uncomfortable for somebody else. It might not be what you would do, but I love that idea that if you're just kind to yourself and you live your life in that sort of mindset, what difference does it make if something comes your way? Azif, my question is, what, what do you, when you say be kind to yourself, what, what do you mean by that? Well, I think it's the realization that we are actually special. We are, each individual is an individual. There's what, 8 billion people almost in the, in the earth today. And every single one of us is totally different from the next. And if we just realize that, we would treat ourselves better. Uh, I'm saying that because if you act, you know, in a degrading way, you're actually being mean to yourself, right? You should be kind to yourself by acting in a way that is honorable and is respected and inspires other people. So I just think that people really need to realize how special they are. And when they feel they're not special, I think they give them, they give themselves permission to act in a certain way that is unbecoming mm -hmm. of a human mm -hmm. being. Is it, is it something that you have a, um, 
a practice of being thankful, of being grateful? Is it is it something that you set yourself up every day to start off, uh, you know, either through meditation or prayer? Is there, is there some way that you sort of get yourself into that mindset so that you can be kind to yourself? Of course. I mean, gratitude is a huge part of that. And uh, I try. You know, I'm, I'm human myself. It's it, the, the way, you know, Jim was saying it as if I'm a saint or something. I'm definitely no saint. <laughs> and I have had challenges. And, you know, if, if I were to be vulnerable, just recently, I was on a pilgrimage with my wife and my young son uh, to Mecca. And, you know, this is, the, the, you're talking about spirituality and meditation and prayer. And this is the center for us, right? Uh, and I was tested uh, by this rude uh, shopkeeper. Now, if, if somebody were rude to me, typically I can be very kind, right, to myself and to that person. However, it was a, uh, it was a Will Smith moment for me <laughs> because the dude disrespected my wife. And Ooh. you know, you don't do that, right? Yeah. And, uh, but, and usually I'm not, my wife turned around and, you know, I actually pushed the guy. And I was mm. physical, which was dangerous and yeah. stupid of me. I know I could have been thrown in jail probably. But mm. uh, I, at that moment, it was just, he was disrespecting my wife and I wouldn't have anything to do with it. But it made me sad, to be honest. Uh, and we were talking about it throughout the trip. We were there 14 days and every day we would go around and say, how did you do that? You know, you're never like that. She, she, she told me, you were nev you're never like this. But I say, it's a test. And we're mm -hmm. tested every day. Every interaction actually is a test. And I failed that one miserably. Mm -hmm. uh, but I learned from it. And moving forward, I have a, a more probably intense realization of what I'm capable of if I don't, you know, keep control. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we, we, we turned inside. We talked about being kind to yourself. Um, I'm sure you've got some others, especially when people don't deserve it. So what, what is the uh, second thought that rocks on this topic? Well, the, the second thing I learned uh, in my life and in my career and in all the interactions I've had is that everyone, every single person that you meet is going through something. And you don't know what it is. And, uh, you know, nobody knows what they're going through except for themselves. And yeah. that realization um, helps me to be a bit more compassionate and a bit more patient with people because I know that I go through stuff. And when I go through stuff, I know how difficult it is just to, you know, stand up and be a decent human being. So some mm -hmm. people are going through really, really tough stuff, right? And I was just writing about the other day on LinkedIn that a good friend of mine, Renee, uh, you know, is going through cancer again. And she's recovered twice and she's, you know, she has it again. And she, she went to a male barber shop and she shaved her head. And the guy initially didn't want to do it. She said, we don't, you know, we don't cut women's hair here. But when she told her story, um, you know, uh, they did it. So what I did was I, I posted that in solidarity with her, I'm shaving my head, which isn't a big deal because I, I don't have much hair to start with. But <laughs> Yeah, that would be a big deal for us. For us. <laughs> yeah, it's game yeah, over for it, us. It ruins the brand. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it wasn't a big deal. But I took a stand and I said, in solidarity with Renee, I'm, I'm shaving my head and I did. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you never know what people are going through. People are going through really tough stuff and you need to be 
more compassionate and a bit mm-hmm. more patient and, you know, have that thought, that moment of, of thinking that, you know, maybe they're really, really going through some, some really tough stuff and yeah. you know, be patient. It, it reminds me of the, the old adage, you know, everybody you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. And even when, when I'm speaking, I tend to talk a lot about Chick-fil-A, which I don't think they have in, in Malaysia, right? You guys don't know Chick-fil-A. I'm familiar but there's a with video. because I was in the States. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they're fantastic. But um, the, the video that I show from them is something that they show on their day one orientations. And it, it basically is, in fact, that. This is a chicken sandwich fast food joint. Which, in a lot of ways, the way they design their company, which is somewhat faith-based, they go, that's just the product. You know, they, they're very happy. It's an awesome product. There's a lot of things right with it. But the video that they show to all of their team members right at the beginning is, we have a much bigger calling than that. And you have no idea what people are going through, but they're coming in with disposable income. You may as well be kind because you don't know what they're going through. And sometimes people, it's just like having a cup of coffee I think funeral directors have figured out putting a warm cup of coffee in somebody's hands is very, you know, it, it's cathartic. It helps out in so many ways. I think a chicken sandwich could probably, you know, do the same thing for a lot of people. But yeah, I think a lot of people are going through stuff that you never know. And so you start, like you said, being kind to yourself. But, you know, because you just have zero clue about what somebody in their lifetime or right at that moment just went through. The fact that you're being kind could probably make much better repercussions. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it comes back to delivered intention a bit, right? It's, it's making sure that, um, these are all choices. And, and I think uh, if you've ever, I think we've all had these experiences with bad customer service, right? Your cables out, your power's out, or, you know, so, something has happened, uh, insurance of some kind, uh, we've all mm-hmm. been there before. And uh, whenever I've been really frustrated and been met with compassion, it diffuses the scenario almost immediately, Yeah. right? And yeah. I think that that's... Um, something to remind ourselves of is that, in fact, you can diffuse it by by meeting that struggle with compassion, um, because it's hard to be mad when someone's being compassionate towards you. Yeah, um, for sure. I love that. I, lo- I love that. Well, it's one of the techniques that, that we've talked about before on the show, where if somebody really has a difference of opinion and it's conflict, and let's say they're even, I don't know, taking it to a level where it could be considered rude, they're 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 trying to really get their point across. I have no problem. I've just learned over the years that it's just not worth fighting on some of those things. I've used the phrase many times. It's so cool that you see it differently than I do. And that's it. Like all of a sudden, wah, wah, I take the wind out of their sails. I'm sure if I've used that on Brant, he knows it's a technique. He might want to punch me in the mouth. But in general, I think it's a great way to sort of diffuse it. Yeah. Um, that's the nicest go bleep yourself that I think <laughs> yes. I could, I've heard, but that's, that's, so that's cool. fine. Yes. <laughs> that's fine. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. it. It actually, you know, the other thing I think when you were saying this is if I, it doesn't have to necessarily be you're being kind and they're being rude. I think your point about people are going through something you don't really know anything about, Something happened to me. This is probably going back about 15 years ago when I was actually still at Hard Rock. I was facilitating at a general manager conference, and this is an international brand. You know, we have Hard Rocks in Malaysia and Penang, right. 
and uh, and we, we've done a lot over in Asia. But I was doing a big conference, and I was on stage, and I could actually hear one of the tables yucking it up, you know, conversation, constantly talking. And in my head, I'm still doing my song and dance, but in my head, I'm going, how rude are they not to be paying attention? It's very frustrating. And so as a good speaker would, especially if you can get to the audience, you learn that sometimes you could be standing right beside people that are talking and they feel like everyone's staring at them. They're not. They're looking at the speaker, but it makes this person over here flapping their gums very uncomfortable. Or I've done this before where I've maybe have just put my hand on them just enough to let them know, hey. I got you. Can you just tamp it down a little bit? So I moved all the way over to the table, and it freaked me out that they were getting louder and louder and louder (laughs) as I got close. And what I discovered is it was a translator. There was one guy translating everything. They were hyper aware. The rest of the table was listening, but I could hear it in my head, and here I am probably coming armed to the hilt. You know, I had had ready to go, bullets in the gut, whatever. And uh, no, they they were listening intently. So... I think even then, you've got to be able to realize you never know who's in the audience, what's going on, who's listening, which I think probably sets up your your third thought, right? Like it's not only, um, you know, realizing everybody's going through something, but um, I think your third thought probably leads to this, right? What is that? My third thought is that kindness has far-reaching, unexpected, and oftentimes miraculous consequences. Kindness has this way of, you know, snowballing and you don't need, it's, it's the butterfly effect, right? You can do one small, tiny kind deed, which could translate to a massive movement of kindness uh, at, that you wouldn't ever uh, expect. So you were going back uh, 15 years, I'm going back 20 years and you my win. son, my eldest son, he is 22 years old this year. And I recall exactly 20 years ago, he was two years old, uh, you know, terrible twos, they call him. He was running around. Mm-hmm. And back then, there was no uh, internet banking, if you remember. So we had anything you needed to do, you needed to br- bring yourself to the bank and get stuff signed and get stuff done. And I was taking care of the boy at that, that particular day. So I brought him to the banking hall, which was full of people. And him being the active boy that he is, he was running around, you know, messing about. And the way that I was, I was trying to be kind, right? I was, I was being cool with him. I was playing with him. I was making him laugh, you know, treating him well. So at the end of that banking session, I was leaving out the door. And I still recall it like it was, it just happened, Jim. This lady came up to me and he said, excuse me, uh, the way you interacted with your son is so amazing and beautiful mm-hmm. and I, w- I would like to thank you she said I would like to thank you for treating your son this way and wow. dude I mean I was in a tough time then I was struggling to build a business and mm-hmm. it has lifted me not for one day or one year for 20 years, 20 years. I, I remember her face I remember what she was wearing because it was so powerful. And all it was was a few words, a minute. That's, awesome. that's what it took. It was one minute. and But that moment will live with me forever. It's amazing. That's amazing. See, we play a game or, uh, when I'm with my friends at the uh, like at a movie theater. And it's how long is it going to be before Brent disciplines someone else's kids? Um, 
<laughs> I think I was, that's the exact opposite oh, it, of what Azifa say. Oh, I know. <laughs> and 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 it's you know here's here's the struggle. And and again, okay, here we go with when someone doesn't deserve it. How do you be kind, right? Mm-hmm. Because. I'm wanting to watch a movie. I have paid money to see a movie. I paid $30 for this bucket of popcorn that I am now trying to eat. And there's a person (laughs) who's got a kid with them that probably shouldn't even be in this movie to begin with. Mm -hmm. And they're talking and they're, they're not paying attention and they're disrupting. And it's how long is this going to be let (laughs) to happen before someone says something? And I honestly here. So here's to your point, Azif, um, it's a choice, right? And, and so the honest to God's truth is my choices. I don't go to the movie at night. Yeah, I don't, I will not go to the movies at night because I know that I'm going to come across something like that. And if they do not control their kids in some way, shape or form, I am going to say something. Mm -hmm. And so I just go at a 10 o'clock movie when, you know, all the 70 year olds are with me and that's, that's what we do. We get our popcorn and put our teeth in and and we eat, you know, and that's, that's sort of what happens. But, but it is a choice. And I just chose for myself. I don't care enough. Um, to put myself in a scenario that I know is probably setting me up to not be kind. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just exactly. avoid it. That's the, that's the, that's the best strategy really, because you, if you know something's going to trigger you and, and piss you off, why would you yeah. go there? The funny thing is the last movie, my wife and my son and, and I went to, there were kids running around everywhere. And I was like, oh. what is going on? But it was a family friendly theater. So yeah. they, they label it, you know, this is, it's yes. okay for kids to run. It's okay for kids to play. The lights aren't going to be dimmed all the way. And we didn't see it, obviously. And <laughs> yeah. so we had to put up with two, <laughs> two hours of kids running around. But, but it's the last time you went to that theater, probably, uh, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, check first, right? Because it says right there on the door, this this hall is meant for kids. So, yeah. I, I get it. And I laugh because Jim is an Avengers guy, right? He's a Marvel guy. And and mm-hmm. the last movie I went to was the at, at night on the weekend was the first Avengers movie and there was wow. a kid sitting that's a long time ago yeah right and that, and there was a kid like five seats away every time a new Avenger came on the screen he'd go who's that who's that what do they do what's their power who's that and I'm like oh you're about to find out my power right now and it's my superpower is disciplining someone else's children and and well, but but that's it's such a crazy thing, but I think that avoiding, and this is really important, avoiding those scenarios is also a choice, and you just have For to sure. do a little bit of thinking. Otherwise, why you're not, you know you're not going to enjoy yourself. You know chances <laughs> are you're going to end up in the parking lot when it's over. <laughs> and it's just not worth For it. For sure. For sure. And I think we picked this topic. For Brant. I think it's a full-on <laughs> intervention. full-on intervention. This me. is me That's and Azik right. ganging up on you. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? Your kids are old enough now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my my youngest is 14 and uh, he's a little bit special. He He's on the spectrum, right? He has Asperger's yeah. uh, is what they say he has, but he's a cool kid, right? Uh, but he does talk a lot and it, it's tough to bring him to movie theater sometimes. Um, but recently in this in the same pilgrimage that I was at to Mecca and Medina, so we were praying in the Prophet's Mosque. This is in Medina. 
And uh, he has a habit of moving his hands, yeah, and jumping around and, you know, doing prayers. Of, of course, it's a somber time. Everybody's quiet. Yeah. But he's, he's not uh, at that particular time. And usually nobody cares. But, but this particular time, this huge Arab guy, right, he's, he's six foot five or whatever, big hairy guy. So he comes and he puts his hands on my, my, my shoulder and he says, I know your son is special. And he's speaking Arabic and I know very little Arabic, right? Out of the 10 words he's, but what I can decipher is that he said, I know your son's special. He said, your son is a gift from God. And the last thing he said was that your son is going to heaven because we believe that special kids are going to heaven. Mm-hmm. Your son is going to heaven and he's going to call for you from there and bring mm-hmm. you to heaven. My God. I mean, that just blew. I was in tears. I couldn't, I couldn't stand up really. That's I just so sat cool. down and I'm like, oh my God, blew my mind. So this guy had no reason to come up to me and speak to me, right? Yeah. I thought he was going to mm. be pissed. I thought he was going to be you. <laughs> Brand yeah, <new>. yeah exactly. <laughs> Fortunately, he wasn't. He came up to me and he said nice things for no mm. reason. And, yeah. you know, it's just amazing how you can uplift somebody just by saying a couple of nice words. Yeah. And again, far reaching. Like you'll remember that. I know that was recent on your your latest trip to Mecca, but that will probably stick with you a long time. Now you think maybe even differently about what other people think about your son. I also have a, my oldest daughter is on the spectrum as well and loves to talk and is very loud. And, you know, for some people that if they're not used to that, it's going to be very uncomfortable when you're out and about in in the public domain, but you have to lean into it and own it. And boy, the, the positivity, you talk about kindness, I'm sure your son is so completely kind, you know, and I think that resonates and and radiates with a lot of people. Um, I I will say that, again, the the far reaching, I think about my preachers in the past, my the great teachers that I had, my parents. You are right. The fact that I, I can't imagine them being negative in general, like they have their moments like we all do. Like you said, we fail. But in general, these are the positive people that really have affected my life. And and that's far reaching. And now, you know, hopefully knock on wood that I get a chance to do that when I'm on stage or when I'm interacting with a larger group. Um, but, but we, you know, we picked this topic because I bet you there are a lot of people that are dealing with naysayers out there. And mm-hmm. even at the very beginning, I was thinking, how do I weave this in? But Ted Lasso, one of my favorite shows right now on Apple TV. Have you seen Ted Lasso? Yeah, sure. And I don't know. Do they get that over in Malaysia as well? No, I this whole show is predicated on this guy being 100% positive all the time. And there is a naysayer. There's there's a villain on there. I think, you know, I kind of don't want to reveal it, but there's one of his assistant coaches who uh, actually stabs the guy in the back in a lot of ways. And, you know, Ted Lasso is still positive. And I just think that's a great show for a lot of people if they were looking not only on a way to lead their life, and he's got challenges as well, but you're going to come up against a brick wall of something that's just not their jam. But... You know, if if we were to summarize your your thoughts, you know, you said be kind to yourself yep. was the first thought. Number two, realize everyone is going through something. You know that that was the big one, right? And then the the one that maybe takes it even to the next plane is kindness has a far reaching, unexpected. You said even potentially miraculous consequences. So, sure. man, I just I, I think we love 
what you do and, and my interactions with you and, and, and being on the show, but just looking in your bio and, and really we encourage everybody check this out in the show notes. Um, and if you get a chance, just go and, and, and look at all the things that Azif is working on. Where, where can people stay connected to you, brother? Uh, all my socials are on my link tree, link tree slash Azif Mustafa. You'll find, you'll find me there. You make it easy, man. Fantastic. We need, we need to get link tree. No, that? <laughs> uh, we'll give you the laundry list I just have to a say hello. Green thumb. Yes. <laughs> when it comes, I get it. Link tree, <laughs> green thumb. Thank you. Okay. Took a second. Yeah, that's right. All right, man. We love you. Thank you so much for spending some time. I think people are going to get a lot out of this because this is this is an issue for for people out there and just having a little bit of a nugget to be kind. You're you're the master at it, man. So you're awesome. I appreciate, appreciate you. you guys. Thank you so much. You got Take it. Care. Rock on. Ciao. Stay kind. Hey, rock stars. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah, and listen, we know how busy you are. And grabbing those little nuggets of wisdom that can amp up your life are super hard to come by. So we hope this episode helped you enough for you to maybe subscribe and consider leaving us a rating and a review so that we can continue to grow the show. Thus That Rock is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and also supports Cannonball Kids Cancer and their fight for finding and funding treatment options for kids who have run out of options. They're amazing. Their work is incredible. To learn more, please go to cannonballkidscancer.org. Finally, if you're interested in having Grant or Jim or both of us speak at your event, whether as a virtual webinar or an in-person conference keynote or mastermind, contact us directly at thoughtsatrock.com. Until next time, rock Rock on. on!